it's just the damnedest things that happen at the darndest times. I do declare. Thank all that is good for the good people of the world. God, I love you. All the good people. You know, the good people that wish you a good day. The good people. And here I am just trying to be one of you, be among you, you know, do what I can do. Well, I've been so much into myself that I don't have much to show when I play my cards to the world I guess the hardest part is for people to think that you're not conscious, you know. Like you don't have a conscious. Or for people to assume that you have some sort of intermittent understanding <laughs> I kind of feel like you know my life is slipping out of my hands constantly. Oh, not in the sense of, like, there's any state of trouble. You know, that's why I am the Phoenix Flare. My life just goes up in flames. And then it burns. Like a flare. And it's so hot. She can't be around it. 
it's like very nice. just burn and then my heart freezes over <laughs> a little bit more inside and when I bothered to go inside and like look at myself in the state of my being <sighs> life to me is like A remix of somebody else's story. <laughs> I feel like a mixed can of nuts <laughs> because it's like, yeah, they're all nuts. There are different kinds. I guess the real question is just how nuts are you? I'm nuts enough to know that The world is a beautiful place, a land of opportunity. There's everything you need there, and more than enough to spare, a land of abundance. Paradise on earth. And how on earth do we have paradise on earth? It's just this fucked up place by now. Humans have done a rape job and fucking things up. I'm just as guilty little fucking center of the world. Destroyed this place. Oh yeah, we gotta fix it. Lots of work to be done. I'm not doing enough. You're not doing enough. Nobody's doing enough. And it doesn't matter if we even do, because it's not all going to add up unless we start adding up, you know? Making the tally of what our abundance is and what we got fucking left out of all the shit that we're losing with the fucking shitty, shitty state of our world, you know? Fucking climate change, call it whatever the fuck you want. It's like the end of our life as we know it. Our way of life is ending. It's not going on anymore the way it was before. You look at the fucking skies and they're burning. You know, red flame everywhere. Smoke. <sighs> and every size of fume, the fucking world is on fire like the roof the roof the roof is on fire essentially when you think in terms of this great little atmosphere 
we got here on planet Earth. It's fucking great. Great little ecosphere we have here. Fucking lucky motherfuckers that we landed in this space to be fucking conscious. Like, land of fucking plenty. <laughs> and humans have no idea of good and plenty. No idea of what that concept is. Like, yeah, what's Earth in terms of, you know, like, say what we could find if we go to Mars or if we go to fucking Jupiter or we go fucking anywhere um, that's not here. What about those potentially habitable planets at far fucking distant stars somewhere that is within that Goldilocks zone that says, hey, guess what? Chances are there might be a Earth-like type place out there we can fucking look and see how exactly precious are we little earthlings our tiny little bubble our little ecosphere keeps us all here keeps us all freaking weighted down to the planet not just being stripped away to oblivion <laughs> little fucking sun particles are just beating on us and it's like a fucking nuclear war outside our very, very thin little atmosphere all the time like thank god for a shield you know um but we're slowly rotting that away into nothingness because we don't know how to fucking make energy when we literally live next to an illimitable potential of energy that we can sequester and fucking make them run at all all of it just fucking run there's no question. There's enough fucking energy in the human body to fucking light up a whole world that tell you what, you know? But that's not the point. It doesn't matter, you know? Like, it's not enterprise. <laughs> you know? Like, the world has become what it is. And it's doing its thing. And these are the economies we have. These are the businesses we have. These are the investments we have made. We are not going to just give this all up. Stop doing it that way. It's because you said so. Who said so? Who's to say what you fucking know is the right thing to do in comparison to anything else anybody else is going to do? Like, what makes your plan so great? Like, well, you know, I can't really say, but I'm fine with an apples to apples comparison and really see what you got in your fucking cards that you're going to play to fix this fucking shit. Chances are, it's nothing near what I have in store. And I know, I know, I can be fucking easily, easily overcome because fucking the world sucks. Y'all are fucking stupid. You think you're playing a game, you're just fucking cheating the systems you've created for yourself. You're in a little fucking backwards loop of bullshit. And you're playing it through like it's a fucking mountain that you're conquering. It's like, yeah, but it's a mountain that you made, you know? Like, it's nothing more than what you got. And you can build that up and build that up. There's always going to be somebody whose mountain's a little bit higher than yours. They're going to 
be on a different level than you? Does that mean that everything that you are all of a sudden is of no value? No, of course not. We're all just meeting each other, right? Life's about these encounters, these experiences, relationships. The world is all about encounters and exchange. And then experiences, but, you know, that's where the whole world has kind of gone deranged. It's like the idea of Disneyland. It's the fucking greatest place on earth. Why? Because they say so. I mean, what are you going to compare it to? Like, you can't compare anything to something so incomparable. It's a wholly different experience to have that. That's what they specialize in. It's like, no, man, we are the greatest. And come and t hear and tell us that we're not the greatest. You know? Um... But so what if I'm not after that kind of pursuit? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think life is all about having experiences. But you should fixie choosies who you have those experiences with. You know, at least in close proximity. So I isolate myself here. Dun, dun, dun. In my dark little den. I'm gonna live these stupid little fantasies in my head. Things that I see have value, but nobody else does. And I don't want my life to be about having to explain to people what my business is. I just want to do what I do. And do it well. I want to be well. You know. That motherfucking simple. You know, that self-care treating me good. Like the idea of pen pals, right? That's where it's going with this. It's to say, all right, under this pressure, you can expect 
this gem to emerge. Such a precious thing. Life is such a precious thing, you know? I love it. Love it every day. It's so good. Life is but a dream. I can take you out to paradise above. You know what I love? Life can be a dream, sweetheart. You know, I like people that don't try to take me out of the lines. Such a little judger. Judge, 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 judging the weight of the world and the fucking weights and measures. And what's it all worth to you? And what can we get from it, right? Well, fucking accountant. Fucking. Finding that value. And that bottom line work. I guess, you know, I have settled so much in my feelings of misery that I forget what it's like to feel good and to live again. And, you know, you just fucking let go of things and you move on. Because that's what you do. That's what life's about. It's not that hard. Fucking things are non-attached every fucking day. <sighs> Sorry, but, you know, it's that way. Doesn't mean I don't care. Doesn't mean I don't love. Yeah. Oh, how sweet.
so I'm not just suffering from a broken heart, right? Hearts break. You know, hearts are broken every day. But, man, gotta tell you, it's like super fucking important to the world, to the world. The things that I do, I swear I'm onto something, just believe me. I want to beg people who listen to me. I gave up a long time ago trying to explain anyone. So I'm just living it, man. Because that's what I gotta do. I feel like there are times when I'm just breaking off in fragment, like these fragments of little shards of myself and And so what if I like to wallow in my misery? I'm not asking anybody to feel bad for me. I just sometimes like to live in melancholy. And there's lots of those kind of places for me. Do I want to live more than that? Do I want to feel free? Do I want to wanna Do I want to No, I don't want to be alone, but I don't want to be with just anybody. I want to be with a person who sets me free. One where I can be myself. And so what if I'm okay with accepting that that may never happen? It doesn't mean I don't hold out hope. And I kind of just feel at this point that I could really use Helping hand. But I want the help that I can accept. And I know. Fucking. How dare you? What I give you isn't enough, you grateful you wretch. Did you get anything at all? It's 
So yeah, I'm dealing with lots of deep-seated bullshit from just non-attachment my whole life. Every day, non-attachment. Because it's easier than dealing with the pain. Not fucking drinking to oblivion. No drink. I just essentially sit around and waste away every day at this point. And I'm not asking for pity for that. It's like how I've chosen to live. This is what giving up looks like. It's not like, oh, this is a big deal. She's given up. How dare she? Oh, we shall worry and try to save her. Fuck you, let me die into my old self so I can rise again as a better, stronger version of myself because that's what I do, you know? And fucking, you need the damn, more than the metaphorical fucking context to understand that? Like, I get it. What isn't a name but that what we call ourselves? Like, fucking call you what you are, you know? Is that everything that I am? Oh, certainly not. So much more than just that. I'm everything fucking else, too. You know, that makes my life beautiful. I'm just in a state of non-cultivation right now. There's so much beauty and wonder and abundance and great things. And I'm fucking grateful for so much of my life. Like, every day, praise the abundance in my life. And that fucking prosperity that's always on its way to me, like, I can't. I couldn't fucking stop it even if I wanted to. It's on its way to me all the time. You know, and I don't even gotta be in hot pursuit. It just fucking comes to me because I ain't fighting it. You know, I'm ready for it. It's on its way. It's fucking getting here, man. And when it arrives, you know, we're gonna be something. What happens with the fucking world? Like, I'd be a bunch of fucking sticks in the mud about it, you know? I think the whole idea that the world needs to be able to, you know, make some big changes, right? Like, fucking be different. You know? Just be different. Can that be the fucking slogan? Be different, right? your fucking slogan for you and fucking wave the banners right doesn't even have to be a fucking revolution behind the idea just like be fucking different like yesterday your shitty shitty ass was this shitty and today you're fucking this awesome awesome so fucking awesome because you fucking showed up man and you fucking did it you know, you lived your life, you did your thing, you were just the way you fucking are. And it was cool. And that's the way it is. And you don't kid or fool yourself. 
any of the fucking things the world tries to tell you or sell you. Like, no, I'm not saying I'm smarter than you. I just understand things a little bit differently because I guess I can't sort out my priorities like you do. And I'm not going to apologize for that. I ain't saying that. What you have isn't a value, it's just... I guess what I'm looking for is something that you don't find because it's looking for you, right? Imagine two blind mice, right? You're the third one. And the mice are trying to find themselves. They're blind. They can't see, they don't know where they're going. Like, they just have to figure out how to get back to their family and somewhere where they can be safe. Everything just becomes these... mixes all these missed opportunities <laughs> and I'm trying to you know really measure out what I gave up in my life so that I could have all of this and I've never come to terms with it as a fair game but it's like poker And I'm just at the point where I'm tired of playing games. Like, at least not the games of the world. Like, if you're gonna play a game, at least let it be a good one. Where it's actually fun. You know? Give a fuck about what you're doing. Fucking happening in the world. I get it. People don't have time to give a fuck. But they do. There's so many people that do. But we have to look on the terms. Like, everybody... What's everybody doing right now? Like, if you're here listening to this, you don't have much going on in your life. Like, if you have time to fucking sit here and listen to this fucking shit... Too much.
eventually. But, I mean, there's something there. That you just don't see every day. Yeah, a little bit odd. A little bit odd. But hey, you know, like, killing it. <laughs> this is so funny. You know, I'm trying to figure out ah, what what would be a, a good human character. Like if we had to send a character right out to outer space, a a you know intelligent character, and we sent it to the far reaches of space that would be able to essentially send the light of consciousness to the other side <sighs> for something to transmit some far off and distant message it's funny she's hilarious Insensible to all only sat a poor girl. And forth did send sob after sob as if her grief. Never, never have an end. My child, in Durham, do you dwell? <sighs> she checked herself in her distress and said, My name is Alice Fell. I'm fatherless and I'm motherless and I to Durham serve along. Again as if the thought would Oak, her very heart, her grief grew strong, and all was for her tattered cloak.
the chase drove on. My journey's end. <sighs> Was nigh and sitting by my side as if she had lost her only friend. She wept. Nor would be pacified. The tavern door we post of Alice and her grief I told, and I gave money to the host. To buy a new cloak for the old. And let it be gray as warm a cloak as man can sell Was she the next day? Little orphan, Alice fell. Stay near me. Do not take my flight. A little longer. Stay in sight. Much converse do I find in thee. <sighs> Historian of my infancy. Float near me. Do not yet depart. Dead times revive in thee. Thou bringest gay creature as thou art. <sighs> A solemn image to my heart. My father's family. Now please. Pleasant. 
present for the days. The time when in our childish plays, my sister, Emilian and I together chased Together, a very hunter did I rush upon the prey with leaps and springs. I followed on from brake to bush, but she. God love her, feared to brush the dust from off its wings. <laughs> I think my favorite part about poetry is that it speaks on that heart level, you know? It's among all those lovely little things, you know, the things that speak of love and has been and, you know, once before or about this notable mention some sort of striving for and poetry doesn't care what purpose you intend to use it for like it just shows up every day and is there for you in whatever way you choose probably why I own so many poetry books. Part of the reason why I don't spend a lot of time with people because I spend more time with books. And perhaps that's not so healthy. It really does cut into my time spending with people. And so... I try not to spend so much time reading and I even begin to punish myself with a whole practice of it. And I fall back into these old ways of being, like when I remembered I couldn't do these things. And I'm still living in the residual regret of that bullshit. It's like I haven't been able to move on from it because it was quite traumatizing for me to go through these things. But now everybody just sees it as excuses. Like, okay, that happened to you, but now what's going on with the rest of it? It's like, oh, you know what? I'm gonna tell you. Not what you think it is in terms of anything. But 
matter to any of you. to sit down and spell it all out for everyone and tell you, you know, this is what I'm doing. Um, oh, it's like I'm doing all kinds of fucking shit that, you know, matters. The trouble is, like, I started this with, like, a big heart about it, right? Like, this is shit that needs to fucking happen, man. So do it take on the world but then all the shitty shitty stuff fucking happened in my life and you know I'm just not in the fucking place where I can do all those things that I set out to do which really sucks because I like oh yeah like fucking bet on the chance that I could fucking do it and I can't like you know I get by with a little help from my friends. And I don't require much. And I like living in that simplicity. Child's play. But to live, you know, in the land of opportunity, and all the things that you can see and you can fucking do and pledge your allegiance to. It's like, you know, you understand there is this fundamental puzzle about the world, right? You realize there's something that needs to be said. Some, you know, words gotta be spoken. The rules of the road. <laughs> I mean, if I'm just, if I can just be on the level with people just for like five fucking minutes, and for there not to be fucking judgment on it, uh, coming straight at you, like. You know what we're up against in terms of, like, the world, right? Um, big shout out to everybody who cares. What I have not seen, and I continue to not see in the ways of the world and man, in terms of we live in a very masculine society and it's toxic. And, you know, there's really no platforms to talk about it, but it's probably the most important conversation of society today. You know, it really is, but nobody wants to listen to that mommy talk. You know, nobody wants to be told what's up, man. You know? I really, really try every single day. But there's only so much of me that I can fucking invest in. 
the world every day and I pick and I choose and I have some of my favorites people that I really like to spend time with we all have that I'm not gonna bad. you got my people you got your people it's simple as fucking that but you know like I like people not like I'm saying they're so bad shouldn't have to deal with their fucking faces you know it's not like that but I often spend time wondering what it would be like to live not on this earth and so I try to you know make my spaces I'm just getting to the point where um, all I can do is talk about it right now. You know, the fucking name of the game is a little less talk, a lot more action. If you please. And I guess it's like I'm tired of spending my fucking time trying to organize this so it makes sense to people in the fucking broader context. I'm marking my little fucking pathway to communication and I'm pursuing that in the degree that which will achieve the attainable goal at the other end. The way you see is like, you know, I look at the world, I only have so many options, you know? Like, the world's not coming at me, you know? Um, and I certainly am not moving quick enough for it. Um, but man, I got a beat, and I got a tempo, and I know which way to go. And, you know, I can keep along with the timing. And, uh, you know, can I tell you something crazy? Like, when I really look at my heart and, and that message that's been there all along that everybody tells me, no, that's fucking crazy. And I've started to just accept, yeah, the world will think you're crazy. You fucking just tell them the truth every day because people don't want to hear it. Um, so I just keep to myself because I fucking speak it. create this little fucking mind map behind me, essentially. You know, like, I know I'm on a different level of, like, really messed up in comparison to, you know, the general average people, whatever we're measuring people by, whatever that metric is today, um, I'm different and odd enough, but people are easy and quick to 
level and level me. And I'm not here to play their little games. I guess I want life to not be about the competition in the terms of uh, like conquering, I guess in a sense, like, you know, whatever happened to the concepts of like civilization building, those are my favorite games growing up as a kid, like building worlds. And I like reading about worlds and writing about worlds. And that's what I do. And I know that's not great in the terms of like what people find as value, but that's what I'm creating. And I'm not trying to approach it with some kind of fucked up you know, like the the world owes me kind of mentality. And I'm not here to kick ass and chew bubblegum and I'm all out of bubblegum <sighs> right. anyway the way I see it is that I'm going to do what I set out to do and it's gonna look a little strange for a while. And you just gotta learn to be cool with that. You know, I read somewhere that self disclosure is stress relieving. Yeah, they just like study some people who count data points and assert facts, you know, those little formula keepers, um, said that, yeah, if you, if you self-disclose, you know, you talk about yourself, essentially, um, it relieves stress for you, and I'm here to say it does. Like, I definitely get stress reduced every time that I sit here and just fucking talk to you, non-person who's not there. I am talking into the fucking void of nobody's ever gonna listen to this, and that is fucking cool by me, because then I can just say whatever the fuck I want and not have to worry about censoring myself. I'm sure I think in my fucking head, you know what? The world ain't gonna give it to you on a silver platter. But I can serve myself. And that's essentially what I think. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna serve myself. Fuck you, rest of the world. Like, Nope. I like the idea of helping little fuckers. Goddamn fucking filthy human beings. 
I love each and every one of you little fucking shitheads. Love you, love, 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 love. I love you like a mother. You know, like a mother. That's how I love the world. That fucking nurture. Love you, love you, love you all. Sometimes, fucking kids. You have a damn mommy talk. I used to do these all the time with my kids. You know, we need to talk fucking real shit. And it was so relieving for me and for them. It's like, it's healthy. It is healthy to just fucking talk. You know? I'm not interested in talking to someone. You know? I'm, I'm not talking to someone about my problems. Like, I'm talking out my problems, man. Like, do a little diary every fucking day. It's like I said, the little pen pals, they really only work if you're willing to keep up the communication. And communication's key. You ain't got that. I mean, you, you ain't got nothing. Especially in this fast-paced world. You gotta be able to communicate, man. That's why it's so important to me. I'm pursuing it on all these ways. I'm really trying to perfect it. You know, human communication. Lackluster. Like, it really falls short of explaining. Like, if, if we're really truly to send a consciousness, right? right? We're gonna send a consciousness of human creation to the far distances of fucking outer space. You know, and introduce ourselves to other worlds, you know, before our arrival. Like, how do you send something ahead of you and let it be a fucking clear and coherent message? It's not very likely, you know, unless you learn the culture of where you're going to be. I think that's why I find Earth so intimidating because, you know, I'm not trying to say, oh, I'm not on Earth right now, like, oh, that I'm just not of this Earth. You know, when I think of, you know, where I'm from, it's not here. It's somewhere else. I belong in the terms of the forgotten old version and a new one coming through. And nobody seems to fucking have a clue. I feel like <clears throat> I wish there were more hours in the day and there's just not and there's so many things that need to be done and some things that are not going to get done 
and I'm living every single day <clears throat> by this clock. Things I gotta do, even if I don't want to. And it's not like having obligations isn't a good time. It is. But it has to be the kind of thing that makes it worth the patience of my time. I live in a way of being I rarely remove myself from my pocket. But when I do, and I apply myself, I mean, I'm really living in that, like, groove. And the world is beautiful, man, every day. And it's all just a matter of, like, loving myself and who I get to be that day. And I know I'm not doing well when I wake up and I'm like, man, this is my life. It's just not right. So I apply myself accordingly. Because the world out there expects something from me and I need to learn to either be a little bit more entertaining or perhaps in a way a little more palatable I take pride in the fact that I have not learned your social graces the state of the world is just dysfunction and all these irrelevant traces, like... The history that human beings are leaving behind for future generations to read is quite pathetic. And anthropologically speaking, the existence of human civilization, Shofa, is not very entertaining. At least not with the notion of, like, how can we live to survive a better way of life? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, I think about this stuff, you know, most of my life. It's either that or choose to conform to the ridiculous that I see being played out on the outside. Whenever I go out and try to be one of these people living this reality, I find myself disoriented. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. But sometimes there are things that are on the vibe, they're on the level, and they're chill, and they're definitely, ah, yes, see, so much potential opportunity, and all those things. 
You know, it's like hearing the language of everything. But not necessarily knowing the translations. How exactly do you explain a thing to someone? You don't. You can't. There is not yet the consciousness to explain the inner workings of a brain and what it does on the level that subconsciously makes the living, breathing universe we see and you know I feel like the world is putting pressure on me constantly from all sides and I'm gonna tell you something that is just a weird quirk about me that I like pressure I can't, I can't help myself. Pressure is such a good thing to feel. Like, being weighted to feel that you are under a sense of pressure. I think it's a way to feel alive. Anyway, the point is that, you know, all partialness aside, I really love the idea of humanity not being so shitty anymore. <laughs> and this is where things get tricky. So tricky, tricky, tricky. Like, how am I to say, you know, what's wrong, or what's right, what's good, or what's bad. I couldn't. I wouldn't. I shouldn't. If, if there was someone that was making the choices in the world, you know, people would not choose me. But I have to choose that every day. I have to choose for myself every day. And it has to be these important choices. It's my life, right? Nobody's gonna make choices for me. And so I look at the things that are important to me and I base my decisions off of the things that I see. You may not fully get the language but the context is there there's something happening that is more than words and i figured there's somebody else out there bound to see it you know but it they're all about i'll see it when i believe it it's like how do you not know how to fly blind? 
I mean, you know, you can't really see anything when you're flying a rocket ship. I mean, in essence, you know, you're not operating the machine. The machine is operational. And you're just reading it like you see it. Because you're not going to be able to see it. It's going to be in space, so far away from you. And all you can do is send a bit of commands. And sure, if there's a person there to press the buttons, they have to be able to make those immediate decisions based off of complex understandings of what they're reading and seeing. It's like a different type of language to have to read a machine, you know. Really get to understand the groove that it's in. It's little quirks, little bits and twists, and the parts and pieces, and there's so much you can learn about a machine and its operation, you know. It, and if you care to master it, you can. It's like driving a car, flying a plane, you know, a rocket is a machine all the same. It's just a matter of, can you feel it? Can you feel what's wrong, what's right, how you're guiding yourself, you know? You know, how are you trusting in your systems, you know? And I feel like this is an analogy for speaking to other people, you know? I feel like Everybody has their own language. We do. We can use formalized language to speak things to each other, but the way we comprehend that, the way we define that language, we find meaning and purpose and what that constitutes in the reality of our lives. We have context for that to build and to become some structure of message to understand. Like, we can all agree on terms, yeah, like if you know English, you know English. If you know Japanese, you know Japanese. You know, these are languages. But there's something more beyond words that there's available in the world to describe. And we're just describing it from our own experiences using the foundations of communication that we have developed thus far. And the great thing about communication is a skill that you can adapt, and it's a skill that you can create, and it's a skill that can fundamentally change your comprehension of the world. It's quite possibly the greatest thing that you could do for yourself is just to learn language. But there's not a lot of context for that in the world, like... It's a thing to do, not a way to be. And I think those are the types of things that should become more, more natural. In terms of the language that I see, the, the language that I speak, it's kind of like going both ways at once. It's like choosing for myself, it's this way out, this is the exit. Or it's this way in, this is the entrance. Essentially like coming into understanding or leaving behind understanding to see in a different way. 
I mean, have you, uh, this wildly, highly fascinating to me, the idea of the human eye in the complexity of what it takes for the human eye to see. Fathom that reality for a second. The, the trust in that system, in that system, it's got to work right. There's a fundamental code to the way it just works. Your sight, your vision is all in itself. One whole way to sense and make sense of the world. And the fact that we have that capacity is taken for granted every single day. By varying degrees. I like to think of it in the terms of I am ever so grateful every day that I have the eyes to look at the cherry blossoms and to see the beauty of a flower. I'm grateful that much. And that may not come with a whole lot of context, but it doesn't need any more than that. Like, if you can appreciate the simple things, you realize how much they really are the big things. And you appreciate more of that and you get more of that in your world. And it's great to see the world that way. To appreciate everything. I would rather appreciate everything than to have to devalue anything in its own importance in order to glorify any one aspect of this world. You know? Good thing? Bad thing? Who knows? Who's to say? It doesn't mean that I think people should get away with fucking murder. But the idea is, like, what constitutes that right and wrong? I mean, I'm a believer in justice in the terms of, you know, each person being so independently free that their freedom isn't determined by anyone but themselves. Free will, right? The world is just taking that away from us every single day and it's the saddest thing to me you know that's why I think the idea of the pirate ship is so great when you look at the flag flying on a pirate ship you know what those people stand for you know and the connotations over the years may have turned into a bad thing but fundamentally you know, what those people live for and what they live by is freedom, a state of freedom. You know, and society may, you know, distort what that has to be for them and they do the best they can and they get along in a world that's so cold and filled with so many pressures that try to conform you into something that takes away your very liberty to have free will. I choose free will. <laughs> Which means that I don't rush into anything. I take my time. I look at what I'm really seeing. When the world's illumination decreases for me, I feel like 
I am flying in a a plane, right? I have to trust my instruments because I cannot see uh, land nor water. I have no way to orient myself to the ground (laughs) except for the trust in my instruments. So I trust my instruments every day. I value my body and my capacity to sense and to feel and to be human. And I know that people don't necessarily have that level of gratitude for themselves, but I do every day. I love my human. I love my body. I love the skin that I'm in. What I love more is when I really take the time to care really take care of my human. I love myself and I treat myself well. I really tend to my own wellness and health and beauty and I feel so confident about myself when I can practice those things. And I don't do it for the attention that it brings. I do it for the way it makes me feel good. And I know that it makes other people feel good when I feel good. Just being in this space and around somebody who's that just blissfully content and free in the moment, happy with life, confident of who they are, knowing that they are adding value to the space just upon their entrance. This is not cockiness. This is confidence. It's a totally, totally different thing. And I don't confuse the two. I often have to play the part of the confidence man. And I do it in a sense of, you know, if you don't, you're not living. Not in this world, in the way they play the game. But I'm not what you think. I'm just, you know, a soul whose intentions are good and every day... I pray to not be misunderstood. That's probably the hardest thing to do. So I know that that requires a little bit of confidence to be built in. I need you to know who I am so you'll trust what I gotta say. I trust I'm not just like pushing you over or trying to become partial to your life in some way like I feel you know life's a simulation and you know we're all just in this fucking echo chamber you know and as far as I can see we're all a bunch of fucking ego inflated minds you know and all living in this same little flesh bag bodysuit, just trying to get along in the world, fit into the world, you know, suit. If not for the most preciousness of our human faculties, our body's ability to use the natural elements of habitability for that sustains life, you know, we have not gone in, you know, instinct yet. 
But damn, humans really know how to die. <laughs> they really do. And the type of pressure they put on each other to make that happen is just a little bit crazy. And I feel like it's a waste of time. A waste of time. So you got to kind of think of it in terms of what you want. That's kind of what I'm getting at here is like, you know, I, like I'm, I'm grateful for all the things I have. You know, I live in incredible, humble every day. I am not the worst off as I have ever been, nor am I as well off as I have been, but I live in a state of comfort and I'm doing all right. I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm thriving. Um, and I'm just a notch over surviving. I'm definitely living a life, you know, and life can be a dream sometimes. And you know, I'm living that, I'm living that truth. I had nothing left in my life when everything in my life was lost. You know, we all go through this some point in time. And uh, I had nothing left. The thing that I turned to was knowledge. It was wisdom. It was whole truths. You know, I, I didn't sink into a despair and try to just wallow in that misery. The very first instinct that I had was to apply myself to a level of understanding where I can gain a little bit perspective about what's going on. There's a lot to learn here. You know, pencils out, notebooks open, continue where you left off in the last page. Like, there's something to document here, and there's a level of reasoning and understanding, and, you know, this is facts that people should really seriously care about in terms of what it's genuinely like to live through an experience of sheer nothingness and then from that nothingness everything exists within potential and then you get to play a game of pixie choosies and then you realize you know the real levels of bias and you get what you deserve you know I'd like to say I live in karma, just because karma is a simple word to use to explain what I mean. In the sense of, like, you get what you deserve, and way down we go. We have the potential to choose what we want in life, and so far, shitty, shitty circumstances do so much better. You know, why the fuck are we not thriving yet? It's well because we can't all just get on the same fucking page about shit. Like, you know, let's get on the fucking same page. We're all out of sync and out of timing and out of tune with each other, you know? And sometimes I feel like I'm playing a music instrument and nobody knows of such music. And sometimes I feel like I have to have this orchestration of music playing these lovely little melody tunes, right? 
somebody out there is listening, they're tuning into the station, they're hearing the song, they're hearing this orchestra play in this place that just echoes. And see if you can hear the same song twice and if it would be just as nice. You know, great little saying, great little saying that says, well, if it's real philosophy, then like the phoenix, it will return again. And then I believe it and I feel it. That's the way I see it every single day. I'm feeling it. Feeling alive, right? I'm really living. Oh, I'm living alright every single day. I'm not doing the fun stuff that other people do in the context of their world, but I'm definitely living in my own. And it's not so bad. It gets kind of lonely living in my own world and certainly wouldn't want to invite anyone into my space because this isn't the type of place that people would want to be, but I choose it for myself because that's where I like being because it's free. I can be who I want in my own world. I don't have to answer to anybody. I don't have to do anything that anybody expects of me that might offend and go against my world. And because they can't take that away from me, I'm going to continue to be who I am. And just see, you know, what happens when I can be so free. It also means that I'm a non-confrontational person. It's not to say that I can't go toe-to-toe. It's like... We can fight. But I don't want to fight. We can argue. But, you know, is the point to argue who's wrong or who's right? Or is it to argue your stance, you know? Like, it should all just be about debate, not a compromise. I don't want to have to lose my values in order to make things alright in other people's world. If there's a way to come to a common agreement where I don't have to live in regrets, you know? But then, of course, it's like the type of people who I would give anything to. I would do anything for you. I would give you up. I will tell you what I know you really need to hear, even if it's uncomfortable. (laughs) And you're expecting me to say something else because I have some level of commitment to you. The how dare I would never be so wrong as to call you out on your bullshit. But I'm that type of person, you know. I live within my worldly affair. And I live within yours. And I tell you things because I care. I show you things because it matters. And it may not matter in the sense of anything that equals something substantial and significant to you in your life. I'm just doing what I feel in my heart is right, that I am compelled from my heart to do. And I may not be the best at delivery, but I feel sometimes just like this great 
giant this ogre only able to do what I just know is right and sometimes it's not graceful but it is in the sense that I trust myself I trust my senses I trust my instinct and I know as soon as my mental faculties start coming in and making sense of stuff it's where it gets all jumbled up. I get confused by the world and why people do the things that they do. I know why I make the decisions that I make, but the values within my discernment aren't the same as other people. We all have different tastes and aversions. And mine happen to be a lot different than what other people see, you know. I speak like a freak. It's because I am one. Through and through. I've always been one. And that's who I'm going to be. Through and through, no matter what I'm going through, that's me. And so I know that when people look at me trying to stay stable in my world and be all right be all right you know this is happening but don't freak out just be cool right doesn't look normal to other people they expect so much more excitation emotional flaring and just temper tantrum throwing and i can certainly be those things because that's what people expect and i can mimic and mock anybody's temperament it's not hard to feel and be and to have no governing rule over your emotions. I can just lose it, right? We all can. But I have a conscious choice. And I make the best and do the best I can. And it's based in the world of like being a freak. I care about things so much that I'm not going to freak out. <laughs> I'm just going to keep... Being myself, you know, and if it comes out that I'm a freak, I hope in that day people will beg me a little bit of patience. Just all we have is patience and time. We just need a little patience. It'll make you or it'll break you. Just need patience and time to do it, to do it, to do it right, child. I wish that I could explain what I'm explaining to you. It's probably the hardest part. It's like finding a title for a book, right? Some people write books, they write a title, and like, I'm going to write a book based off this title. And then there's other people that write a book, and you're like, I couldn't begin to tell you what the title might possibly be. Because how do you put into a simple context the whole totality of a story? You know, how, how do you present it forward with the appropriate expansion of awareness you know really sets up the reader to know what they're about to get themselves into you know like how can you do that how can you introduce something to people 
um, in good conscience. Like, you know, know that that's going to make a difference to the world. I like long-winded uh, titles, you know. Just because a lot of words can say a lot of things. I long for the day for my reputation to precede me. In the sense that everybody already knows my context and my tense before I even arrive. And they know that the chances are that I am still living that belief every day without question. And, you know, to be that kind of solid in the world for a person, you know, something significant and substantial, like, and you're going to be a person you're going to want to meet one day. I'm going to be that person you are glad to have known, however you so choose. But the thing is, again, that's not me saying, like, I'm so great. It's just like, you know, I'm greatness, you know? I'm a beautiful soul, I'm a good person, and I try. I don't strive for the things of this world because I'm not of this world. I want different things. And I apply myself to getting those different things. And oftentimes that leaves me in a context of, like, I can't care about things in this world because it just takes so much time and care and attention to do that. And I've spent much of my life for a long time without people in it just because sacrificing people seems to be like easiest thing for people to do because that's what people do to me that I'm that's a solid in my life you know that the sacrifice I make a nice little sacrifice I do I really do uh, so much to gain from sacrificing me And so that's what people do. And so I'm doing the same thing. Because, you know, if that's how people find life for themselves is by sacrificing me, then I'm going to give as much as I've possibly got to give. i got lots to sacrifice, you know? Give you some good value and worth here. I, you know, ah, I kind of suck at this thing. I do really think it's quite beautiful that I make things matter to me. All the things that I do make matter to me. If you were to ask me, what is the best part of my day? And what's the worst part of my day? And what potentially could have made that day just good, brilliant, you know? The kind, the kind of life that it's like, or a day that's like, you know what, man? That's one for the history books. Man, that's a day. And that's a wrap, you know? Best day ever. And when I'm being real honest... When I'm really honest about what the best day ever is, man, I think of that often. I admit that I don't think of it in terms of that somewhere I will ever be. <laughs> and that's sad. 
That could easily be my low every day. Man, I'm really sad that today again was not the best day ever. And I could resign to the fact that, you know, I'm going to live a life and never be able to see that. Never be that free. And that sounds wholly depressing to have to live a life in that way. Look at the world that way. But I like seeing what the best day ever would be. Because it brings me happiness to think about it. Because it's the best, right? You know, it's only when I miss it being that way. You know, when I have to stop thinking of it in terms of like, oh yeah, that's the best day ever. Oh, oh, but that's not today, you know. And I have to let it go and I have to go back to my day. And I have to make sense of the world again. And accept all the ways it doesn't measure up. And that sounds wholly depressing. Why look at the world that way? Reminds me of this funny little thing I've seen once, essentially a meme, but it just said, you know, from now on, celebrate everything. You know? Love the shit out of everything. And man, that's a way to be. It's a way to be. And just love life as it is. Holy freeing. Holy freeing. And I can take that path to wherever it is that I'm free and that doesn't mean that I would arrive anywhere in this world. I want to come to the end of my life and to know that I lived for something beautiful, wholly beautiful. I would like that to be something that changes the world for the better, and every day I love striving towards that. Knowing damn well every reason why it just won't work. But you see, it's when you know how it won't work is the way that you find how it can go right. Right? It's the problem is trying to find a solution instead of just looking at the problem. And so I try to look at world that way. World in the context of outside of my own little universe here that I'm living, right? My world of me. I feel like, you know, everybody lives in two worlds. their world and the real world in terms of like where we have to make our life our world real in the context of others it's like true world is my world and real world is the one that we share you know keep it in simple context like that I know what's true true for me and it's not the same for you can't ever be. Wholly different experience and perspectives. But I know what's real in the context of sharing our truths with each other. Each of us has a piece of the puzzle. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not here to, you know, oblige any thoughts to think that any one piece is more than 
the totality of its parts. It's more than its sum. You know, it is someone. It's being someone substantial, someone significant in the terms of, you know, truth seekers seeking out a reality where we can be our true selves, our real selves, with other people who live free. You don't always find, you know, people whose souls are free. Say what they need to say, do what they need to do, you know, living by your word. I like, I like to think of the Mona Lisa, right? Uh, Leonardo was my dream. I wholly love his mind. Um, but I like to think of him often and his art and his works, the things he left behind and how it calls to me and what it says to me. Uh, it speaks my language, you know, different dialect, but certainly my language. But anyway, um, so when I think of the Mona Lisa, right? beautiful, holy, beautiful piece, incredible, and every detail of perfection, not because she's particularly beautiful, or that the painting is so extraordinarily well done and thought out and executed. It's that message that her smile brings. It reminds me of how Frost put it so eloquently. And it's like, it goes back to what I'm saying in the terms of titles. Like, how do you put a title on something uh, without it losing its meaning? And so there's a frost poem uh, that goes by different names and I think it's a way to bring into context the state of being both one and the other if you can understand what I'm saying uh, it's called Her Word. I didn't like the way he went away. That smile. It never came of being gay. Still, he smiled. 
Did you see him? I was sure. I was sure. Perhaps because we gave him only bread. And the wretch knew from that that we were poor. Perhaps because he let us give instead of seizing us, seizing from us as he might have seized. Perhaps he mocked at us for being wed or being very young. And he has pleased. He was pleased. Wow. To find, wow, to have a vision of us old and dead. I wonder how far down the road he's got. He's watching from the woods as like as not. I guess it comes to never really understand what it is about people. You know, you know. there's every mold and pattern of the world, and I seem to be without form. And people question what they see. They're like, I don't see what she sees in the world. What, what does she want with the world? What does she want from him what does she want from anything and they can count and weigh and measure and make assumptions of to the reason why but you know nobody's ever been too much concerned with what i really think or feel or what my intentions are impulsed by or the kind of pressures that i'm on and under I just think that the world's inconsiderate and I'm not here to, you know, make the sounds of the wind blowing around, you know. I am not trying to acquire a listening air. But I talk... I'm going to keep on talking about, and I'm keep saying, you know, what I say, and I toss that without care or a worry. You know, I have love, like the grace of the natural laws, and I just get to be myself. You know, and sometimes I am like the fire of rubbing alcohol on an open wound. It can be so fierce and 
that still shouldn't be scary. Why people are so scared of me, I don't know. You know, I kind of feel sometimes when uh, I have the capacity for such deep emotions, it's almost like I'm digging myself down to China. You know, in the terms of like, yeah, the world is really, you know, this place where I can dig myself a hole and still end up somewhere. <laughs> Oh, it's another great one by Frost, the idea of being bonded and free, which, you know, really is just honestly the theme of this little talk that I decided to give right now. Thinking about in the terms of being, it's not easy to be me, but still wanting to be free. I'm thinking of uh, Bond and Free by Robert Frost, where it's... Uh, Love has earth to which she clings. I mean, just in the sense of, like, how I'm even able to still be on this earth that I don't belong to. Like, if I was to define it as something substantial and significant, right, it would be love. You know? Love has that earth. It has that root and I cling to it like it's faith. I cling to it with hills and circling arms about, wall within wall to shut fear out, but thought has need of no such things, for thought has a pair of dauntless wings. O oh, snow and sand and turf, I see where love has left a printed trace. Ah, oh, that groove. With straining in the world's embrace. And such is love, and glad to be. But thought has shaken his ankles free. Thought cleaves the interstellar gloom and sits in Sirius's disc all night. Till day makes him retrace his flight with smell of burning on every plume. Back past the sun to an earthly room. He gains in heaven. His gains in heaven. His gains in heaven are what they are. Hallelujah. Yet some say love by being thrall. And simply staying possesses all. And several beauty that thought fares far. 
to find fused in another star. <sighs> Holy beautiful. I mean, completely, like, how, how do you fathom such beauty in such simplicity? I mean, you have to appreciate the true beauty of poetry. It's truth, it's beauty, and it's so little in terms of the context of the world that you can't revisit upon it at any point in time in your life. It'll mean something wholly different. You know, I feel like reading poetry is reading about myself in some way or another. It, it gives me a sudden and swift flaring light of illumination. You know, it gives me uh, finales and eternities. Like fireworks everywhere. And sometimes it's hard to live in the true beauty of things because sometimes you gotta come back down to reality and you realize, man, you know, things could be better. You know, they're going all right, they ain't that bad, but they should be different, they could be different, you know, and thinking in terms of like what would make it different, like I kind of get stuck in that place. Because I am in that interstellar gloom. I live in that place. That's my life. You know, like, do not go quietly into the night, as I say. My life significant. Substantial. <laughs> meaning is that I want to help facilitate a collective cultural shift of the whole of humanity to become in mind and in tuned with an ever more healthy, sustainable, just, and peaceful world by becoming a more malleable, adaptable, mobile, and efficient society, living as this society made up of self-sufficient, self-sustaining, free and independent people, all choosing to live in a sense of collective humanity, good humanity, and let that be the sphere of our reality that we share with each other in the comfort of knowing that we are working together for mutual benefit, for mutual purposes, and mutual securities. And the world should really just be that way. And I don't like that I would have to turn myself into a victim to make me be worthy of other people's care. And I certainly don't want to have to force impose myself or the things that I say upon anyone. I would just like people to get the drift of what good humanity is and have a sense for it, a feel for it, so they can be that way and do good and what's right. And I think in terms of like, how can that happen? How can we become more malleable, adaptable, mobile, and efficient as a society? 
when you look at technology, it already has the capacity to do all those things, but we have to serve that up intentionally. Innovate those capacities in the technologies that we need in order to lift the standard of our lives to a level of convenience that within our lifestyle living, we are living the best possible version to attain a thriving capacity for human living. And we have the technologies to do that. We have the justifications. We have the reasonings. We have more than enough problems to say, hey, really doing this would be a good idea because, you know, fundamentally we have to do something different because what we're doing is wrong and the world is suffering in a state of chaos and disrepair because we have not learned how to get our shit together you know and in terms of what can we do what would getting our shit together look like achieving the 17 sustainable development goals authored by the UN because they're simple and they just make sense and doing that will really prove to have a better world if we can achieve that but how do you achieve something like that and how do you do it in a, a coherent consistent way that all people from different walks of life and different stages and different you know you know development levels uh, all come to terms with that and make it so nobody gets left behind it has to fundamentally become a part of our process of our living every single day. So if we are all in striving for the same, you know, beautiful vision of what is to come, we are living that vision every single day in the concept of becoming our best version of ourselves so that humanity can become its best version, which I believe fundamentally is to become a self-sufficient, self-sustaining, free and independent people living in a technologically advanced, peacefully evolved, space-faring and multi-planetary civilization in striving for interstellar capabilities. You know, and so that's really what I feel is right in the world in terms of what could we do where the least amount of things are really going to go wrong in terms of, yeah, let's all get and pick ourselves up, dust ourselves off, and move towards something with intention, you know, to try to make a positive difference in the world. I want to see everybody thrive and and be alive, and we have a potential to be able to make that happen, and doing it intentionally by saying, let's make ourselves spacefaring people able to so improve upon the circumstance of our habitats that we have a way of perfecting that art on other planets and we have a perfect planet right here that pretty much already gives us the terms by which we can achieve those things we just have to learn how to take advantage of the beauty of the abundance of earth and what's here freely given and make a way innovate a way to bring that to other worlds and in doing that increase the lifestyle that we live here on the planet i believe lifestyle convenience products imparted into the lives of the individual can improve their lives in convenience and efficiency to such a point that they can strive for other things and take risks for other things and i believe in that world and so that's what i work towards every day and i know it doesn't have value in the world yet but it's coming and it does and one day people are gonna see everything that i have done and what it means to humanity and until that point in time, I'm certainly not going to devalue it or to belittle it or to not apply myself wholeheartedly into it because I believe in it that much. To me, it is the one true thing and I wish I could show that to the world, but right now is not the right time. All things in good time.